Blog Talk Radio. This is your girl, the Literary Diva of Blog Talk Radio, and welcome into a very special episode with a featured guest, um, which we will be bringing him on in a few minutes. Um, But first, of course, we always say good afternoon um, and welcome into the show and shouts out to all of our live listeners, as well as to those who will be playing back this broadcast. We certainly do appreciate the many of you for your continued support. And, of course, as you guys know, we've been a part of this network for such a long time, and we love what we do. We continue 
to do it to help promote authors and writers and people in the industry and just, you know, people to, um, you know, people that are just really trying to get their stuff out there. So um, thank you guys for listening in and buying some of their products as well. Then, of course, we always tell you guys to drop by Amazon um, as you're doing your shopping (laughs) for books and whatnot and everything else that's on Amazon.com. And pick up my featured guest book titled Out of Work. Um, You definitely want to read this one. Trust me. (laughs) And um, before we bring him on, I just want to put out there that Don't forget that it's Black History Month. Um, I guess, you know, we're so busy with our lives and kids and people and friends and family and whatnot that I think that uh, some people just forget that it is Black History Month. And um, um, I I believe that we as Blacks, African Americans, whatever you want to call yourself, Um, you know, have so much to be thankful for. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Many that have come before us or that have came before us have made many contributions to this great country and to the world. So don't forget that it is Black History Month. And, you know, not only that, but, you know, they're really not teaching it in the (laughs) You know, I guess I can't really say that they're not teaching it in the schools, you know, because they do a little teeny tiny bit. <laughs> but uh, parents, you know, family out there, friends, whatever, um, give your kids a little bit of black history. You know, it is important. It truly is. They need to know that we have contributed to this society as well as other races. Um and um, you know they they just need to learn. Um, my only advice would be to um, you know uh, make it so that it's age appropriate and so that it's fun for them <laughs> as kids. <laughs> so that's that's my only advice. But other than that, you know, um, it's – and some people would probably say, hey, well, I don't need a month to tell me, you know, that I'm black or something like that. But, you know, it's truly not about that. It's about the contribution part. You know, it's about so, so many people um, that have uh, uh, died making contributions can't even say the word. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that have died, you know, just inventing and and really, you know, getting their their um, point across. I know um, it's been a while, but uh, you know, at one point we were talking about slave slave narratives. Um, you know, they didn't want a lot of the slaves to learn how to read and write, and and a lot of them couldn't. But the ones that could wrote about their lives and their stories and things like that. So let's not forget about that because if it wasn't for people like that, you know, and if it and if it wasn't for you know, people that fought and just made great contributions to this country, 
what would we be doing? <laughs> Where would we be? You know, so something um, that we have to think about, not just think about, but pass on to our kids, pass on to their friends and things like that, because they're going to tell their friends because they're excited to know something. So let's, you know, let's, let's focus on that, but, um, but let's do it in a way that it is age appropriate for each child, you know. You don't want to show a five or six year old, um, you know, a slave route <laughs> or something like that. So I'm just saying, but anyway. All right, everybody. Let's go ahead and bring in our special guest. His name is Chris Henry. <laughs> His book is titled Out of Work, and we're going to be talking about it. So let's go ahead and welcome in author Chris Henry. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm great. How you guys doing? I'm good. We're glad to have you on. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, before we get into your book, could you um, give our listening audience a little bit about you and um, how this book, Out of Work, really was born? Um, well, I'm a, I guess I'll work for warehouses for like, I'm not, I wouldn't say years, but I worked in the the warehouse type environment, you know, people, the you know, the pay is not good and and they treat you like, you know, any kind of way. So I was mm-hmm. working at this company. This temp, it, was, it was a temp job, but it was a, at a company. It's a warehouse. And I was working on my mystery book But at, while I was at work this particular day. I was headed to the, uh, the the clock out for lunch. And everybody was like, you know, running to the, to the, uh, to the a time clock just like, you know, like crazy. And I'm just looking at them like, you know, what's the big, you know, Russian, you know, whatever. But like, you know, like hamsters almost, like animals, you know what I mean? <laughs> But, oh my goodness! <laughs> but not like animals, but like something like you know, it's 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 like 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 hamsters, you know what I'm saying? Like going and zigzagging and you know, just just like a rat race. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this could be a, like a, a movie, a book, whatever. So that day I went home and started writing the book out of work. And as people say the book out of work, I'm like, well, the people, the characters, they have a job. But yeah, they have a job. But sometimes you you deal with with, with a lot of drama on the job. And you're not mm-hmm. appreciated on the job. Yeah. Sometimes you are pushed, honestly, to make decisions that will lead you out of work to pursue your dreams. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. the whole concept of it. Yeah. You know. So, so this, you know. Is this maybe centered? I mean, is is bits and pieces taken from your life? It was. It's fiction, but some of the the storylines. Some of it, I got it, you know, from people, um, people I used to work with, my managers back in the day, you know. Um, so it's fiction, but it's, some of the stories is, is borderline true. But it, it happens every day, mm-hmm. dealing, with, dealing, with, dealing with managers and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, so I have fun <laughs> doing it, you know. Well, how yeah, long did it take you to write this book? About two years. It took me two years to write it. Yeah. And I published it last year, you know, self published create space and stuff. So but two oh, years yeah. I had a good time doing it. Yeah, so you're a create space. 
That's, yeah, that's nice. Only because, only because, um, a lot mm-hmm. of writers don't say that, <laughs> don't don't admit or don't say that they've had fun creating their um, their um, literary work. But you seem like you had a lot of fun just creating the characters and the whole backstory of what this book is all about. Right, right. It's about between 15 and 20 characters in the book, so I had fun developing all their personalities. You know what I mean? And that's so what we that have was, on, like, any job. Right. Right, yeah. right. You deal with <laughs> you deal with a lot of people, different personalities on the, <laughs> your coworkers. You know, you got your, your cool ones, the not-so-cool ones, the ones that's you know, want to, you know, stance or something. So, you know, I don't want to give the book away, but it takes, it's one particular guy, Jimmy Fines in the book, get, I mean, the first day on the job, he see the job is like, it's crap. So he wanted to get a union together and get some, you know, started in there so they can get treated right. So that's like off the bat, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it, it yeah, yeah. Well, tell us about the main character, who is Lionel. Tell us more about him and the things, and some of the things that he goes through. He, Lionel, he got promoted to be a plant manager, and he, he's, they gave him a whole new warehouse with a whole new employee, most of the new employees, and he's he starts to lose himself. He starts to, to forget who he were. And his wife, seen a, you know, she's seen the difference. She didn't like what was going on. But, um, you know, he's getting paid a lot of money. Employees coming in, they get paid, you know, not so much, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up, like I said, losing himself and making it so bad, all this stuff going on. And, and Jimmy Fines got a, a team together to get a union in there to try to get Delana out or get uh, some things done. But in the mix of everybody fighting, uh, the owners of the of the company went and um, talked to a guy and sold the company behind everybody back. So now Lionel, oh my God. Lionel who got promoted, uh, is about to have a new position, <laughs> you know, and this happened in a matter of weeks, you know. So a lot of my editor called it, she said, it's com-, I said comedy, she said dramedy because there's so much dramedy going on, drama and comedy, so. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what, this, this, you know, and it's just like you said in the beginning that stuff like this happens on a real job. It doesn't matter where you work at. You can work in a plant facility. You can work in the corporate world. You can work just doing anything. And it's so much that it just sounds like it's just like so true, <laughs> like everything from, you know, from the characters that you created, from Lionel's characters, it just sounds like something that we've seen on our own job. Right. We all seen it. We all seen that, that plant manager, that manager that we know he kissing butt. We know he trying his best, you know, to do whatever whatever it takes to protect his job, you know. And those same people know, and even us, out of all that butt, out of all that you know, kissing up, that it doesn't pay the long in the long run because you can your job isn't you know it's not promised you know tomorrow anyway you know mm, so very true it's it's very uh true. It, it, it's, it's and he's an African American 
you know, brother, and the two owners are two white guys. So, but they end up selling the company to this, you know, Jamaican billionaire. But yeah, it's all kind of turns and twists in this thing. So. Oh my goodness! So let me ask you: <laughs> when you were writing, <laughs> when you were writing this, like. You know, given your own experiences, how many of the characters, I'm I'm just curious, how many of the characters are loosely based on on maybe coworkers or ex-coworkers or people that you know? My brother, Kevin, I don't know if you ever read, you read the book? You haven't read the book, huh? Yes. Kevin, he's mil- my brother, he's my brother, he's militant. That's, that's his person. Now, he, he, he was worse. Years ago, you know what I mean. <laughs> he got better. Oh my! He's very wait a wait, 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 wait! What do you mean worse? <laughs> <laughs> he's calmed down a lot. Like you know, he was down for the calls. <laughs> he's always down for the calls, and I do mean that. <laughs> you know, he was he he was that guy. He was that. You know, um, I wouldn't say Black Panther, but he was like that. He, he, oh wow! Close to that. <laughs> <laughs> That close what? to that, so I use I use this character, but he don't do anything like that in the book. But he just he just mm-hmm. he ready for war, you know. So he was down with Jimmy when Jimmy wanted to get the union together. He was he was all with it, and Jimmy's a white guy, so he he was with you know trying to get the union and the, the change names. Thomas is my cousin. That one was a little bit fictional. I kind of added to make it you know the more you know interesting how things went. He got married. He got kicked out. Of his house, he had to go stay with his cousin, which is Lionel. Um, so that was, you know, and my uncle Gregory, in the book, I use his name. So that's certain like a, a type of a of a Kevin Hart character. I wrote this okay. book thinking of different characters that I would I would love to play, and in the movie, if or when if this becomes a stage play. Or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. So I thought about the actors and the and the com- comedians that I love watching. So as I'm writing it, I'm seeing them. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it on the big screen as I'm writing. I'm not writing it for this to be. I guess on the on the bookshelves. I was just preparing mm-hmm. it to be just for television. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, though. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that what you hope that it would be? I mean, that it can or that it can be. Yeah, that's that was my whole my whole that was my my goal. That's that is my goal. From from my first start writing to 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 now, that is my goal. You know, so had you always wanted to create stories and you know, just kind of uh take bits and pieces from your own experience? Experiences or from someone else's life, and just put it in a book. Have you always wanted to do something just like that? I I have, but about I'm gonna say eight years ago, maybe ten years mm-hmm. ago, my cousin Thomas was I got his you know his name is in the book. Um, we he we talked about writing together, doing something together. So what I did, I got some comp cards and I had my my first book this. I put on hold for out of work. My next book is April's Promise due out this summer. But I took when I was writing April's Promise, I was putting stuff on comp cards. Like the storyline, okay. what I wanted to say, 
um, the characters, this and that, and I, and I went back online and put it, you know, in Word document. So it's about about ten years ago that I want to get creative of it, you know what I mean? But I let it, I, yeah. I put it on comp cards, but it, it sat in the in the in my drawers for like maybe three years, four years. Really? I moved to New- yeah, I moved to New York in '07, came back on New Year's Eve '08 into '09. And I got those comp cards out because someone's telling me get those comp cards out and start writing. Because mm-hmm. I started back April's Promise. April Promise it took me about a year to write. But I put that on hold for out of work. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So yeah. So it, it's been you know just to really you have it in the back of your mind that you want to do something, but then when you really yeah. start doing it and you put it on paper, um, that's when you you start getting more creative and more your drive get bigger on what you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, yeah. definitely. So right. let me ask you this. How has the response been to your book since you've published it and it's out and people have read it and the reviews are in? Um, what have people been telling you? Uh, matter of fact, I was, last night I was at a meeting, a Wednesday meeting that we have in Buckhead, Atlanta, um, and I let somebody read out loud. And not only just them, but people that give me reviews, they when they read it, they, they start laughing and say, this can be on stage. They can they visualize it on stage. And exactly. That was my whole, my, I wanted people, when they read it, I wanted them to see the characters for themselves in their mind. You know what I mean? So and that's my whole, my whole, my whole thing, so. And I, I'm getting great responses of it, you know what I mean? So I just got to keep pushing, keep pushing self-publishing. You got to market yourself. You got to market yourself. Oh, you yeah. Every day, every day. You can't, like, waste it's, one minute, you know. It's a job in itself. <laughs> it is. It is. People think you got a book on Amazon. You know, you're selling, hot, like, hotcakes. But that, but the yeah. thing is this, they got to they gotta know you on Amazon. They got to know how to find you. Yes, you know? they do. Yes, they do. Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm curious, did you um opt to self publish because you wanted the control of your own work or did you um you know, say to yourself, Well maybe I should go with with a publishing house because there's so many publishing houses out there. Um, you know, was self publishing just something that you just say, you know what, I want to control this. I tried a few publishing houses, you know, and I saw the prices of it at the time. You know, it was kind of steep. Yeah. You know, thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred, there, two thousand, three thousand, whatever. So I'm like, you know what, I can do Create Space with Create Space. You have to learn yourself because nobody really gonna. They, it's free. So when you call in for Create Space and ask anybody any questions, they can say, okay, we got templates for this size book, this size book. But if you ask them anything else about your formatting or anything else, they they can't really go into details unless you hire somebody for that. So what I did, right. I had to go to YouTube and see how to do a, a layout, a format, a format my book, um, different things. Fiverr.com is good for getting your book cover design. It's cheap. Five dollars of a book. I mean, whatever. If it's if you have to get it, like edited, your book cover edited, redesigned, put a picture, whatever. I got mine probably uh, re-edited over forty times. My book cover. Wow! Did you? 
Yeah, yeah, and five So I've been up paying like sixty, maybe seventy five bucks, but it's still kinda cheap, you know. Yeah. For a book cover. You know what I mean? So you can but you can even have editors on, on uh Fiverr, you know, look at your book and they'll edit your book for a good price. So a lot of things I mean my first book I had to really just buckle down and because at first when you're writing a book, you get frustrated how how things are gonna work, how you gonna find an editor, how this is gonna lay out, yeah. how this is gonna how this you know. But once you keep plugging away and you just don't stop and don't give up, everything works in itself. But like I say, the marketing you have to market yourself. Like you gotta market yourself. Like I just sent my books over to London so I can get some buzz in London because I know yeah. if I get buzz in London, I know things can happen back here in the States oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, with this book and with others that you may be creating, are you putting together a team of people to work with you? I mean, because being in Atlanta is, is so, you know, it's so nice there, and then there's a lot of opportunity there. You just have to find it. But um, do you have a team that's working with you now, um, being that, you know, you've done this and you've learned a whole lot, or is it just you? It's still just me. I mean, I have an editor, Miss Shirley Hammond. She's my editor. Um, once she get through editing my second book, I, you know, I, I would get like a second set of eyes to go back over it and see how, you know, how is it. But me, it's just me, her, um, that's it right now. Um, you know, I have a t- I have a t- people I'm working r- with right now as far as playwrights. Yeah. That we have made oh, every. Tell us about that. That's awesome. Uh, Miss Jackie, Miss Jacqueline Chester, she have a book that you know she has a book out right now, um, but it's entitled Black Black Girl in Mo- Moscow. So, but she has this thing every two every twice a month, you know, in Buckhead. Atlanta, whatever, but we get together, read people's books, uh, brainstorm, this and that, this and that, this and that. They get ideas because she has a play coming up. So she want to get people to read her plays and her, her, her whatever was going on. And these people she's trying to get together, I think she's trying to get a team together so she can have play writers with her as well. So when I met her, when I met her, I told her, it was a book signing, and you know the mm-hmm. book signing was letting out, and she told me what she, you know, what she do. I said, well, cool. I said, what time is your class? And she said five, and I told her, I said, look, I said, I don't got off work at six, but I think I can make something happen. But I got to get to your class because I want to be involved more with writing and around actors and actors and stuff like that. Make a long story mm-hmm. short, my last day on my regular job was January ninth. Mm-hmm. I was there thirteen months in the IT department. And I was telling, I was like talking to God. I was like, I can't go another year in this job because I can't focus on what I want to do. I couldn't right. um, really promote out of work like I wanted to do because I was working at this company. And every time I come home or do something, I'll, I'll be too tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, mm-hmm. you know, as I, you know, pray for it and this and that, now I'm, on my, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do at this present moment. That's awesome. um, and I can focus on more 
on writing and get my book out there and do other things like being around people that do do, do uh, stage plays and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I build web, I, I build websites too. And I, to, and I used to be a personal trainer, so I can do other stuff. Yeah. You know, I can focus on on other stuff and work for myself at the time being, so I can get everything going. You know, what I mean, get the ball rolling. That's awesome. Um, do you have any book signings that 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 may be coming up in the near future? I have a book signing. It's February twenty fourth in Atlanta, one of the libraries in Atlanta. The um I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna give you guys my my. Uh, yeah, give us your Facebook and, and your Twitter information, definitely. Right, and, and um, I'll let people know because I got like three coming up so far. So far, so, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna be doing workshops too, learning people the basics on how to write a book. Oh yeah, because this is really not. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say that when you're first starting out and you're going to do it all on your own <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you're kind of limited in just, you know, what you know, <laughs> you know, right. it's like, oh, my God, well, how do I know, you know, so you're so you're constantly looking and doing a, lot, a whole lot of research. But then you have people that are coming behind you that are trying to do the same thing. So those workshops are going to be awesome for people that are looking to write their books as well, which I think is awesome. Right, right. And we all need sometimes it's, it seems difficult when it's really not. It's, I mean, it's not difficult to me because I did it already. But so if somebody, mm-hmm. you know, going in, you know, cold feet, it's going to be a frustration because you know what, what's the first step? What I do, I tell people always yeah. just start writing. You got to if you just start a word document, start writing. Don't don't worry about how things are going to get done. Just when you start writing, putting the energy out there, everything will take care of itself. Absolutely, that was going to be my question to you. What advice would you give to any other writers out there that are you know? wanting to sit down and create their own stories and you just and you just said it just sit down and just start writing don't worry about you know who's going to read it at the moment just go ahead and create your story create your characters and just get it done absolutely um how can the listeners keep up with you definitely um give us your twitter and your facebook and any other social media sites that you're on my Twitter is my my website is www.outofworkbook.org, and you can find my Twitter uh, site and my Facebook site on my website as well. Which okay. twitter.com it should be twitter.com forward slash Chris Out of Work. Okay. Chris is right. name there, Out of Work. Yeah. And Facebook, I think it's facebook.com forward slash Chris dot out of work, if I'm not mistaken. But it's on my website, which is www.outofworkbook.org. Well, Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us about your book and about what, you know, all the stuff that you have gone through to even create um, this book. 
Um, it is. It's a lot of work. And you have it's to write okay. every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to write every day and don't give up. Well, you, you were saying earlier about Black History Month. Um, oh, yeah. you mind me saying yes. this, I'm going to no, say something. Go, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Definitely. Um. Uh, being a young African American, black, whatever you want, you know, you have to make sure whatever you're dreaming, whatever your goals are, never give up. Never let friends and family dictate what you want to do. Opinions, only the opinions, you know what I'm saying? Even if you don't have anybody supporting you at that present moment, do not give up. That should, that should motivate you. Because you're going to find that friends and family is not going to want to uh, support you like a complete stranger would do. You know what I mean? I agree. Hello? Okay. Yeah, and, you know, just be who you are. I mean, we as African Americans, we have always been creative, always, always. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's good to come out here, you know, it's good to support um you know, shows like Scandal or, you know, Tyler Perry, whatever they do is good to support them. But at the same time, make sure you, you, you are building a legacy of your own. You don't have to be writing or come on, making movies. It could be something else. But just make just just know to yourself you are more than just an employee. You know. You're your own employer. You just gotta, you know, ask God or just whatever is uh burning inside of you, you just gotta bring it out and just gravitate to it. And just claim it, you know what I mean? I agree. So it's gonna be a lot of Absolutely. people. It's gonna be a lot of people. You're gonna you're gonna um you're gonna let go, you're gonna not deal with no more, and that's fine. That's fine because they're not going where you're going. You know what I mean? So you just gotta because nobody really Shahar, nobody really my father always wanna be wanna be a writer. It, mm-hmm. the thing about us as a culture we're not supportive enough for each other. You know what I'm that saying? Is, and it, that it's true. is very true. It, it's true. We're not supportive. It's always, you know, go out, get a college degree, do this and do that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But but I have an IT degree. And you know what? I don't think I want to do IT. I can mess around with websites, whatever, but that's not my passion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, we got to be more supportive of each other as, you know, and just not even African American, you know, Hispanic, why anybody, you know what I mean? Just do not give up on your dreams or your hopes. I mean, you know, because it's hard out here. Because 20 years down the line, you're going to, you're going to ask, you're going to tell, you're going to, well, you know, you're going to say to yourself, what if, what if? You know, you're mm-hmm. not living for your cousin, you're not living for your friends, you're not living for your mother, your father, your uncles. Your aunts, your nieces, your nephews, you're living for yourself. You know what I mean? And you got to live for yourself. They don't, I mean, you know, they could be like, well, why are you doing this? You know, why are you writing a book? Or why you, you know, want to be a model or actor? Or why you want to own your own company? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and people, honestly, they, and especially people in relationships, you know, I was mm-hmm. spouse, I was, I was, you know, <laughs> we're not supportive. You know, are you, we, we people call it popcorn dreams. You know, you gonna do that? Nobody gonna buy that book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every, you know, that's that's the, yeah. and that's what I want to talk to people about too. When you have a somebody, a partner, or a spouse who's not supportive, how you can get through that? 
what can mm, you do yeah. to really get through through that because a lot of times we get with people that we are not meant to be with and they can dictate mm. our our life and what God wants to be in the first place and it's up to us to know you know it's up to us to know you know either I'm going to live my spouse's life, my partner life. And I'm not saying be, you know, selfish in that, but don't do if you have if you if you with somebody and they're very negative on your dreams, they're very negative, they don't support your dreams and you really want it and it's burning inside of you, that's not the right person mm-hmm. for you. I I'm not really trying to like stir anything, but honestly on a yeah. spiritual level that's not the that's not the right person for you. And life's too short. My father died when he was oh, forty nine years old. I'm thirty eight. You know what I'm saying? He could have oh, been wow. a baseball player. He could have done a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father was yeah. like, he had throat cancer. You know what I'm saying? But he put his life on hold because he had four kids. I get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he still wow. had dreams he wanted to do. So I'm dedicating my writing career to my father. You know? So that I want to you know, awesome. tell you that. Yeah. Well, thank, thank yeah. you because that really matters. I mean, Sin you know, I know. Warning. Red clean. Pro detected problems that need your attention. Click six issues to resolve these problems. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's <laughs> my computer. No, that's okay. No, 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 no. That's okay. No, I get just what you're saying. I totally, totally get it. I know that we as people, we love the relationship with someone else or the relationship with our friends. But at the end of the day, um, you know, if you truly want to truly, if you have a burning passion to just do something, do it. You know, don't look for approval for from from anyone. Just go and do it. So I definitely love the advice that you have given. And um, you are invited back anytime on the show. So when your other book is going to come, uh, we'll when your other book comes out or um, if this makes it or if Out of Work um, turns into a, a stage play, we would love to have you on again to discuss it. So thank you so much for chatting with us. No, thank you. Sorry. I'm saying your name right. Yeah. Well, it's Sahara. <laughs> Sahara. Okay. <laughs> so you about, to, you about to let me slide away. you like, Sahara, okay, okay. Well, you know, Sahara, Sahara, whatever, you know. Some people say Sahara, some people say Sahara, you know, but my mom says Sahara, so that's what it is. Okay, cool. I'll make sure I get it right. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. That's okay. But thank you so much, and uh, you enjoy your evening, definitely. You too, you too, and God bless. Thank you so much, Sarah. All right, everybody, that was author Chris Henry talking about his book, Out of Work. And you can pick it up on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. And check out, um, check him out on um, www.outofworkbook.org. And you can find all his Twitter, his Facebook, and all that information Um on his website. So thanks to Chris for stopping by. We really do appreciate him as well as you all for tuning in and listening in. So with that being said, this is your girl, the literary diva of blog talk radio. This has been a very interesting conversation 
freestyle conversation, actually, with the one and only author, Chris Henry, about his book and other stuff. <laughs> All the work. Thank you, and God bless you. It's not hard. My swag is easy.